All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the only show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of the investment banking process. My name is Alex Mason. I am your host. I hope you're having a lovely day and a lovely week. Now, let's go ahead and talk about a subject that I have not discussed on the show before, the topic of return on investments, ROI. Now, ROI, I think it's often a confusing term. I know for myself, when I was just starting to learn about finance and business for the first time, I wasn't quite sure what it meant, but I knew that it related to the amount of money that a business made. And that's kind of correct, but it's an incomplete answer. Because you see, return on investment can actually be measured in multiple ways, and which way is better depends on what you're trying to understand about the business. So I think as a banker, it's really important to understand this because when you're looking at a company's financials, you need to understand how profitable it is and what the different lenses of profitability are. So broadly speaking, ROI metrics tell you how profitable the business is. They tell you how much profit or net income a business makes relative to some other metric. And so let's go ahead and take a few minutes now to go over some return on investment ratios that are important to understand. So first of all, you have return on assets. And return on assets equals net income divided by assets. So it's pretty straightforward, right? You divide your net income into the assets of the corporation. And by doing this, you gain an understanding into how well the company is using its assets to generate a profit. So if you have a really high return on assets, that gives you an indication that your assets in the business are working really well for you because they're generating profits. Because remember what an asset is, by definition, Assets have value because of how they help a business generate cash flows. So that's how I think about return on assets. Another one is return on equity, or ROE is the abbreviation. And this is equal to net income divided by equity. So now, instead of dividing net income by assets, we're dividing by equity. And remember, of course, assets equals liabilities plus equity, So equity, by definition, is assets minus liabilities. And what this does is it helps us understand how efficient a business is at generating profits relative to how much equity there is in the business. And this can be more helpful than just looking at return on assets because it incorporates the leverage that's inherent in the capital structure. So if a business has no debt, then theoretically, its return on equity is the same as its return on assets. But let's say that you have a lot of debt, then you might be able to generate a technically very high ROE because you're using that leverage in the business. And then we have return on invested capital. Return on invested capital is equal to the net income divided by the sum of your net debt plus your equity. And this is why this one is important. What if we want to understand how the business is producing profit relative to its entire capital structure. Now we look at the combination of a business's debt and its equity minus any cash. And 
if you've followed this podcast for a while, this will definitely be familiar to you because we're effectively looking at how the profits relate to the enterprise value. Remember enterprise value? Enterprise value, debt plus equity minus cash at its most basic definition. And this is a great metric, ROIC, because it tells you how efficient management is at generating profits regardless of how leveraged the business is. Now, ROE might look very high if there's a low amount of equity, but ROIC will tell you another piece of the story. So this can be a really good profitability metric that I like. And then another thing that you can look at is dividend yield. So dividend yield is just the dividends per share uh, that the company is paying divided by the share price. gives you some sort of percentage yield. And of course, dividends are different from profits, so it technically isn't a profitability metric, but it can give you some insight into returns because it tells you how a part of the profits, which are dividends, are being valued by the market relative to the trading price of the company's stock. So some stocks have high dividend yields, some have low dividend yields, but it gives you a sense of the amount of profit that a company is using to just pay out directly to its shareholders as a direct return. So that's a little bit of a different one thrown in there. But these are just some ways that you can look at a business's financials and get a sense of its profitability. Okay, that's what I got for you today. Have an amazing, 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 amazing day. (laughs) I'll see you next time. Take care.